just about ever. Oh, yeah. and we're right. back. We're live. <laughs> hey, Morgana. Good thing you said that right before then. <laughs> so if you can hear us, it sounds as though Morgana's having some technical difficulties. So Stephen and I will take over until she's able to get on here. So welcome, yeah. weirdlings. Welcome to another Friday night edition of Weird Awakenings. And I'll go ahead and give the intro to Stephen. What are we talking about tonight, sir? <laughs> Thanks, Cecil. <laughs> Standing Stones. Standing Stones. And arguably the most famous is Stonehenge mm. in England. Uh, but there are also Standing Stones in America. Uh, North Carolina actually has its own version or a version of uh, Stonehenge. The uh, and there there are dolmens and things like that all over the world a lot of it's in russia uh you have some in europe uh well i guess technically russia is part of europe but uh you know ireland and england and then uh, you have quite a few of them in america so, there's a, when i was doing some research there was so many in america i didn't realize yes montana has quite a few uh friend of mine lives out there duke he has uh He's filmed some, and it, it's really interesting on some of the videos that he's taken. You can actually see the knobs. Or, I don't know. It's kind of like, kind of like your fist. Uh, you can see those protruding out on those stones up there. It would be great if uh, somebody, you know, who knew more about that would go investigate. And you know, that's probably something. That's. I have a feeling that there's way, way more. Because, I mean, typically the standing stones that you see are hundreds, if not thousands of years old. Mm -hmm. And even in our area, like, it's it's very likely, like, because at one time, the Appalachian Mountains and the Scotland Highlands were all one thing, you know. Right. So it's very possible that, you know, there were some civilizations here thousands upon thousands of years ago. And if you believe in Tartaria, they for sure were. Right. So it's so on telling what's out in the woods that's just covered up with mountain or just deteriorated and stuff that's just never been seen. See that that's the, that's the thing that's always kind of, kind of frustrated me is we really don't have much here in the uh, deep South. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to see stuff like that, you would have to get farther North than the 33rd parallel. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's fascinating to me, you know, and I'm sure some of it can be explained, you know, by the rocks being carried by the glaciers and things like that. But at the same time, it's not going to explain all those dolmens. You know, I, I know we're talking about standing stones, but the dolmens to me are those standing stones and they have a flat, flat rock yeah. placed on top of it. You know, yeah, so. yeah, that's so wild. I want like, and it's a mystery. It's a, like like Stonehenge, for example. It's a mystery mm -hmm. to how they even put it together originally. It's been reconstructed, of course, in the sixties. Yes, but how did they originally do it? It's, it's a, it's almost like a mystery comparable to the pyramids in a way. Mm -hmm. I think we have more idea about how they would have done that than we did the pyramids, but still kind right. of mysterious. As a, yeah. And to me, the distance that they carried some of these large stones, you know, I think some of it was like 150 miles away is where the is where the stones were actually located. <laughs> and they moved them to place, you know, to the Salisbury Plain. So. 
I think I think I think I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, that's, you're absolutely correct. And if if you were curious about the name, it is true that is where the Salisbury State came from. So you have them to thank for that too. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I liked it. <laughs> that fit that fit right in real 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 good. I guess too convenient. Huh? <laughs> Um, I see hello Mike, hello Landa. Um I don't know how to show your comments on screen and Morgana's having some technical issues, but welcome everybody for turning tuning in again tonight. We're glad to have you. I can see your comments though. I just don't know how to show them. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's amazing to me that they could carry these huge, massive stones 150 miles. I have trouble carrying groceries into the house. Yeah, it, yeah. It, to me, to me, I always like the challenge though. Whenever we have quite a few bags, <laughs> see, see, can I get it all in one trip? <laughs> uh, I've I've only failed maybe twice this year at getting it all in one trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't care if I have to drag it. <laughs> yeah. I guess while we're talking on, on this subject, you know, the, um, the, uh, America Stonehenge is in New Hampshire mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the, the site was first dubbed mystery Hill. And with this, it's, it's really, really interesting because, it, uh, I forget the young man, I think his last name is stone, but he, he did a, he did a line from the Stonehenge there in New Hampshire. And it goes through Stonehenge on the Salisbury Plain, and it ends up going through uh, uh, Lebanon, Baalbek, mm. Lebanon. So, the to to me that's we we to me that right there kind of throws out the uh, the idea that early man was just a knuckle dragging caveman who didn't know anything. You know, because how, how, you know, it's just like the, uh, with that, how could they line that up? Yeah, it's kind of strange how they could do that, honestly. Um, Mike's got a comment in here that said, did you know Tartarians invented tartar sauce? I want to touch on that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a common misconception, sir. Um, that's created as a, as a, basically a curtain whenever you searched them and they're just trying to discredit what they actually were. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to who's behind the curtain as well, Landa. <laughs> yeah. So, so am I. I wish they would speak. Hello. There hey. you are. Can you hear Yay. us? Yay. Oh, well, I had to get on my phone. I'm not sure what's going on with my computer. When I can hear you all, you can't hear me. And when yeah. you can hear me, I can't hear you. So. Uh -huh. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do a reboot later and maybe <laughs> that'll fix the <laughs> issue. But in the meantime, here I am. Awesome. Hope everybody's yes. doing good tonight. Yes. Uh -huh. Awesome. Okay. So I feel like I've missed so much good stuff. I've probably <laughs> covered everything. No, no, no. I'm no. glad you popped in because I think we're getting ready to start going down a dark path. Yeah. <laughs> We were going to end up going down a Tartarian path. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, who's to say that they weren't responsible for more than one set? Exactly. exactly. You, you you, know. With as many standing stones as there are in Russia, uh, it, that would that would fit in really, 
really well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but, also, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mom. No, it's fine. Um, it's always kind of surprised me that, you know, sometimes when you're talking to someone and you say something about standing stones, they immediately think Stonehenge. That's always the first because it is the most famous. Yes. But a lot of people don't realize there are standing stones and monoliths all over the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, Americans. yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and then uh, Hadley and I had a friend that was uh, actually from England and he lived about 10, I think 10 miles from Avebury. Mm. And one of the things we talked about over time was uh, the, you know, what these monoliths and circles and everything could have been made for, because it's easy to say, oh, they were to mark the solstices and stuff like that. Right. But um, he said, you know, just from visiting these places and growing up with them, the fact that they could be gates to other dimensions, other worlds and stuff like that. And he said, a, um, Stonehenge, he said, is like a dead gate. He said, when you go there, there's no magical energy or anything that you would expect from just all of the rumor and hype. He said, but if you go to Avebury, you can feel the vibration in the stones right, and everything. So I always thought that was really cool, you know, to be able to talk to somebody who grew up around it, you know, because it's always, right. is it a big tourist trap or is there something there? Mm-hmm. And uh, I always thought that was really interesting. I regret that I didn't take him up on his uh, offer to come visit before we lost him. Because I'm like, I'd like to have seen it from, you know, someone's, you know, being able to tour somewhere from someone that lives there. You know, because you'd get to see so many things that you wouldn't see, you know, with a tourist guide or something like that. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to me because I'm glad you brought up a very... It's crazy to me that it's so close to Stonehenge, but it's not one of the most popular, and it's so much bigger. Yes, absolutely. Over a hundred megaliths at least, and and they were built anywhere from like they were probably around since three thousand BC. Mm -hmm. Like, and um, one of the cool things about that is whenever they were excavating, I can't talk properly. Everybody (laughs) knows that by now. If you're listening, they were actually doing like a um excavation which i just said (laughs) um but they found a body underneath one of them Mm -hmm. and the reason they decided that that person was just somebody from the 14th century that tried to move them Mm -hmm. and wouldn't that be horrible like do you think that that person was trying to move them and just kind of rolled back on them and he just sat there and chilled or i wonder if he was yeah even the quick demise <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you would you would hope that it would be quick yeah 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 because the other alternative would be really sucky <laughs> so, yes yeah but and see uh are you familiar with the the stone spheres in costa rica yes yes yeah because i wondered if uh if you think if you considered that the same as the standing stones Oh yeah, for sure. It's a definitely a standing stone. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's spheres and everything, but I mean, to me, the standing stones essentially are just you know something that was intentionally placed in order. There are the stones like the deer stones in Siberia and Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Like they're not in any kind of order or anything, but they really have. They're all over the. Country. I guess they're more like a what's it called? Um, uh, like the Washington Tower. 
What oh, the they, Washington Monument? Yeah, what they call those? Like they found one uh, in Utah. An obelisk. Obelisk. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. they would be more of an obelisk, but technically they're standing stones. Yeah. Right. I guess I guess it really depends on the intention behind it, don't it? And I drank about six cups of coffee, so I'm gonna have to take a little break real quick. Uh -huh, that's <laughs> <You all> talk. <laughs> well, and, and here's here's something that crosses my mind too about them is um obviously these had significant meaning for peoples all over the world mm -hmm. and today we have no clue right what it was you know so like i said i, I always liked you know the concept of it you know being a way to go from one dimension to another because right. maybe there was a way that they were able to activate them back then that we've just lost that knowledge over time. Yeah, so so it would be similar to a uh, Stargate. Right, yeah, kind of, mm -hmm. sort of. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that, to, to me, that's what the uh, Hackerian, Hi Alan. <laughs> um, to, to me, that's what that was. To me, I, I believe that the uh, Tower of Babel, you know, they were trying to uh, make a gateway into the heavens. Right. Which would have been, which is not always understood in that way. You know, some people have mm -hmm. the misconception, you know, that they were trying to literally build a tower into heaven, which, <laughs> which <laughs> was not going to work. Right, and I, right. And I'm, cer yeah. I'm certain that they understood that, you know. Yes. But you have all the ziggurats and things like that uh, all over the world as well. Mm-hmm. So with a so so to me with the gateway trying to do that just it, to me it ties into what you're talking about you know you have some natural stargates you know like mm -hmm. in Mount Graham in Arizona uh, and some other ones around the world that are known and the um, you know the uh, native peoples of the area will tell you that's that's what they were mm -hmm. and you know as I've said before you know whenever you look at the spirals whenever you found the rocks with the spirals in them, you know, those people who witnessed what was coming in, uh, from what I've been told, you know, it, uh, according to the direction of the spirals, that's saying what was it, whether it was coming in or whether it was leaving out. Mm -hmm. So, right. Right. Well, and, and like I said, I, I know that there's a key somewhere, <laughs> you know, that, yes. you know, that there are some, some that are incoming, some that are outgoing and some that you could do either or. Right. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I also find it really interesting because there's this set in uh, Siberia in Mongolia. Mm -hmm. There were they're called the deer stones, and mm -hmm. the reason that they're called that is there are carvings on so many of them of flying deer. Yeah. So you know what else was there? You know, and let's not even think about the Santa Claus thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But I mean, like I said, you know, where would they get that concept? Because these have been around since about 3,000 years, I think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, clearly as old as Stonehenge. Right. And, you know, like I said, they're putting all of these very elaborate. I mean, because they say the detail in these drawings on these stones is amazing. Mm -hmm. And, so. you, you know, when it comes to these standing stones and things, it just solidifies for me that there was actually something like a communal world at the point at that point because they're all from around the same time like three thousand mm -hmm. years ago four thousand years ago and they're right. across the world just like pyramids you know there's more pyramids in the americas than there are in africa yes um, so mm -hmm. 
And it's kind of amazing to me, like, that even now we kind of think that the lands were separated and nobody knew each other. It's kind of <laughs> hard to believe at this point. I know, exactly. Yeah. Right there with you. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I think that's some more of the uh, disinformation campaign. For sure. Mm -hmm. you know. But how much is, sorry, hello. Hey. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Let me just jump in. <laughs> how much is, is, can, uh, and I'm going to use the word conspiracy to keep us in the dark, or how much of it is just plain ignorance that never got updated? Right. I think it's a combination. Um, I think it was a design to make us ignorant about it. I think that y'all are thinking too hard on it. I think that, honest to God, that at some point in time, some smart ass, or, or excuse me, <laughs> somebody who thought they knew everything said oh well this is what happened and because people didn't know any different they said oh well that must be what happened and yeah. and nobody thought to change it and so it just became the way things were um i mean what is yeah. it what is the quote that what, what um i'm sorry i'm drawing blank um what is it? Cause it can accurately be described as evil when it, it can just as easy be described, described as stupidity. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, the one I'm talking about, I'm butchering it terrible. I but. don't know. It. Um, I mean, to me, it all, it all goes back to like the one world Tartarian theory, because these standing stones by all means could have been some kind of technology. Like, like, like we're talking about, they were, you were talking about potential stargates and things. And depending on the way they rotated, it's very possible that this is leftover technology, similar to like the Titanic and things like that. Well, so I'm sorry. I'm late. Apologies to everyone. <laughs> and I'm just going to dive right in. So let's just get right into it. <laughs> I have, I have, um, uh, well, I have someone that shared some theories, so let me just go into um, a, a very different place <laughs> in my life. So there was a time when there was a group of people called Other Kin, mm -hmm. and they're still around, but you know, you see them on the fringe of, of everything. But um, so there's there were some people who they identified as elven kind, and there was a gentleman among them who I want to say his name was Mark Roberts and I could be very wrong because it's been a hot minute since this happened, but he was where the Stargate for the movie and all that came from. That was actually a project he was working on and Mark identified as Elvin. And so these people who were in this um, group, subgroup of, of other kin, they very much had the belief that there were standing stones that were natural and that those were the real stargates and that there were some of these like in like the stones in Glastonbury and there's there's some stones I think in Scotland that these these were the real ones and that you could actually they were just natural portals to other dimensions hmm. and that that Stonehenge was where the druids tried to recreate and make their own portal. Hmm. Have, well I, have I said all this before? I'm sorry. No, you I, myself. I no. think you and I've discussed it. 
You haven't discussed it with us. No. no. <laughs> well, it, it, it's one of those. Um, it's not something I share often, but but there there is this whole contingent, and like I said, there um, there's a lot of. And, and and Mike's Mike's asking about the other. Yes, Mike, I borrow from this, um, from that worldview, and put it in my books because it's very much something that I've, I find a lot of truth in, and I do believe that there that these stones are portals, and I find it interesting. Um, sorry, um, I'm going to have to decline that. Um, I find it interesting that you see this pop up in other books like what what is the what's the one with the lady and the hot guy with the red hair that she goes oh sing me a song oh, by time that uh, was, that, you're that talking group. about uh it was uh dragonfly and ember was or amber was the original name and now it's called it's on stars if yeah it's got, if it's got a hot guy with red hair i need to read it <laughs> Oh, Scott, Scott, the Scott, Outlander. Scott, yeah, Outlander. <laughs> yeah, that that bar is on it, and she goes through the Standing Stones, mm -hmm. and um, is going to portals, and th that is very much something that you know, if if like I said, if you if you look deep into the folklore and into the legends, you're going to find it there. But like I said, these, these these other kin they had deeper knowledge and understanding of it, and and I wish I could remember that name. I'm gonna well tonight we're gonna call him Mark Roberts. But Mark Roberts is the one that he lived in Dallas, Texas, and I believe he was associated with the Elinari kin. No, was it the Elinari? Anyway, if you do a deep dive on the internet, you're bound to find some of the stuff, and I. It, I will strongly suggest Stephen Hill. You read it. <laughs> All right. That sounds really interesting. I like to look into it more. Um, by chance, did he get transported to Oak Ridge, Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never. I, I never met Mark per se. I saw him on the message boards, and um, and like I said, that was it was during an awakening period of my life to some stuff that um, was kind of difficult for me to accept but i have since accepted it but there's a lot of really interesting um insights into this stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's uh, i know with, with some of the, some of the stuff that i viewed you know it's uh, with the archaeo astrology um or astronomy whatever <laughs> that that right there gets to be uh, really interesting too but that, I believe most of that is probably more modern than what these standing stones are. You know. I, I would follow. I would fall into that as well. And you know, there's still. I feel like there's still standing stones that get put out in the world today. Like, um, think about the one that was recently destroyed. You know that the Bob Dominguez. Bob, Bob. Bob Dominguez is Bigfoot. Society. Yep. Linda, he's completely awesome, and I yes, totally say check him out. Yep. Bob Dom. Bob, Bob is always <laughs> welcome in weird realities, but I think that he probably stays very committed to all the stuff that he does. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I've I've met him one time. So oh, cool. Yeah, he's a he's he's a real good guy. 
you all had um, you all had some pretty famous standing stones down your way in Georgia. The guy, the Georgia guys. <laughs> you can't see them now. Did any of you ever go see those? No, I did not. <laughs> kind of hate I didn't, but no, I didn't. I know, either. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what did, did they ever bust anybody for that? No, you can't no. bust the government for anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't, don't you know it's illegal to bring up the illegal stuff the government does? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, with, with that right there with those standing stones, do you think it was mostly you know, with like with the stargates and things like that? So it was like mostly to worship, you know, it's uh this kind of like some of those in Scandinavian countries, you know, it's uh, some believe that that's where they would get together and they would worship Odin. Wooden or Odin, whatever, however you want to call it. It could have been a trifold. Like, it could have been like a worship and center. It could have been, you know, the portal. It could have been all of it, all in one. Yeah. Like, well, really yeah. Yeah. To, to me, with the portal, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just like from the Book of Enoch, you know, it says that 200 watchers came down on Mount Hermon and uh, they were worshiped, you know. So, just I'm, I'm going to take a side jump over here for a minute, Stephen. What do you think <laughs> about those um, watchers in what what the mountain range in California? Have you ever heard about the long watchers or? Uh, I, that's one of those things I wanted to ask you about. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of the the dark watchers. The what, dark watchers. Dark watchers. It's not ringing a bell right now. It is a name given for a group of entities in California folklore purportedly seen observing travelers along the Santa Lucia Mountains. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And they're sometimes giant-sized with yeah. hats and walking sticks. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard just a little bit about that. It's uh, not much. With that, we need to do a deep dive on that sometime because they fascinate yeah. me. I want to know more. Right. I want to know why they get a hat and why they get a walking stick. <laughs> you dress for success as well, I always heard. <laughs> yeah. So see with the shadowy figure like that right there, it's uh you know, there there are people, you know, who have uh well people I've talked to before who had encounters with the hat person, you know. Yeah. Hat people. But they didn't, the, the, the guy that I talked to about that, he didn't mention anything about a walking stick. Well, these are giants. And they're mm -hmm. seen in the mountains. I mean, it's something, it's not the, the dude that's going to show up in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. But um, it's very weird. I mean, I've only in the last year come across this legend. And it's, it's something that I'm really interested in learning more about. We should do an episode on it sometime. Yes. <sighs> Oh, I see this. Yeah, I saw that. Um, at this point, I'm kind of afraid to believe anything like that. Yeah. Um, because I can make those pictures. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, that, there's a, yeah. I, I've told you more than once with AI being what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you know it, but still, I thought it was really interesting. Yes, it is. And. It, 
to to me the photo whether the photo is authentic or not i mean there are the stories out there of uh, the native tribes and how they used to trade with the uh with the hairy giants yeah you know that was mm-hmm. uh that seemed to be a really common practice and you had the and you you had two different two different types of giants. You had the red haired giants, and you had the the ones with the black hair. Yep, that's what I was going to say. And like the way I've always heard it, it was the red headed ones were the mean ones. Yeah, like the ones with double rolls of teeth, like the one they found yes. in uh, Iraq. What was it? The, yeah, in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan, you know, there were actually two of them yeah. that were killed over there. So. And you also have reports of mountain giants, which would be basically they would be giants here in America, you know, but it's in northern states and mountainous areas. Once do you again. Think, do, okay, so do you think some of the giants are actually trolls? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Why do you think that we have to call everything a giant? Because they're giants. Because we don't believe trolls. I mean, I don't get it. It's kind of like having an extended cab truck. The back seat's actually just a catch-all for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's similar to like dinosaurs. Like in the 1860s, dinosaurs didn't exist as dragons. is a catch-all term for everything. Yeah. So so giants, anything that's out of the ordinary, a large or something like that, it, it just easily fits into that category. Whether it whether that's what it actually is or not, but I mean, the, as far as the troubles, yeah, I mean, uh, there was a report out of Montana. There was a couple. They had a uh, it's like an RV. I don't know. It's kind of like a Winnebago or something like that. And they they had stopped on this mountain road. I don't remember if they were broke down or they decided to stop and walk 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 into the woods a little bit or something. When they came back, they're kind of like their their Winnebago whatever. It was the top of it was what was on the road. Mm. It hadn't been rolled over. It had just been picked up and set upside down in the road. Nice. Uh, and, so. <laughs> and yeah, Alan, uh, that yeah, there was. Uh, I think that's what we were talking about. Was the ones that were killed by the that attack the military group, right? There was one individual yes. one one time somewhere that did it too. Yeah, yeah, they were there. There were two of them that two of two of the giants that were killed, Alan. There was a uh, Steve Quell brought the first one to the public. I think he actually spoke with the pilot. And then L.A.'s Marzuli, he he reported on another one that had been killed in Afghanistan. So there were two separate giants that were killed. Yeah, okay, so here's a segue. <laughs> Everybody always questions how the standing stones that are man-made were put into place. If that was a time that was more prominent where giants are concerned. Mm -hmm. Yes, that would make that would make a lot of sense, because if you had people who were 13, I've heard reports of 30, 30 footers. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's how much of that is accurate. That's what I call a mountain troll. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, it, it's just like with these standing stones, if you had a 30-foot person who was a lot stronger than the average human, uh, not I, I'm saying if you had a giant that was our size, they would still be a lot stronger than us. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you had somebody as 13 feet or bigger, uh, that's that that's that's just crazy. You know, some of the some of the teepees. Or what what are called TP structures in some of the western states in America that are 
Bigfoot are what's been credited to building these things. Mm-hmm. And some of these logs will weigh four tons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, you have those, what is it, the the Carl Gables? Or right. Where that one guy moved all those big, um, I don't want to call them bedrocks. I don't have a better it word. Coral. Coral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hence Carl Gables. But I sound like I'm talking Carl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rick on the Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got to be careful with them Carl snakes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's there's some type of ability to do that. But I know yeah. with Stonehenge, they found deep like rivets in the earth that were where they drug the stones. Mm-hmm. So they they had some way of doing it. Yeah. Right. The guy in Florida, I've actually been there when I was little, um, to the coral garden. Um, coral, 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 coral. 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 Can we call coral. this the coral episode? Coral. <laughs> but you know, it is pretty impressive that he was able to move that stuff, but he never let anybody see how he did it. Like, so that it's kind of weird that he would have some kind of technology like that, and not just give that up. <laughs> Cecil, you know the aliens wouldn't let him tell anybody. They yeah. said, "Well, oh. we'll show you how to do it, but if you sh- if you tell anybody else, we're going to have to come back and kill you." Yeah, I don't much aliens right now. <laughs> right with, with with that also, I mean, some have uh, I don't know. I, I've I don't I don't remember as well as I should, but with the uh, they thought with uh, certain sounds that some of these giants could make that they could actually cause things to levitate. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you've seen that guy with the uh, what's it called? The oh, the didgeridoo, the didgeridoo, he can levitate rocks with that. Like, really, yeah, I've seen people levitate rocks with the vibration of that. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of intense, really, like because there are ways out there to levitate things with sound vibrations and things of this nature. And you know, it's very possible that that's what was used to build all of these things like pyramids right. standing stones and stuff mm-hmm. or they could just drug it you know who knows yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i mean i mean if you're 18 feet tall then <laughs> you yeah. you and your buddy could probably drag one of these big rocks yeah for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. speaking of giants um one time i was at walmart and some little girl called me a fat giant <laughs> <laughs> that's so, terrible appreciate it well, you know, and I'm going to tell you, my my dad used to have this guy that worked for him. Sweetest guy in the world. He was like six foot five and probably 375. So about myself. And, yeah. and, well, the thing about it is my dad would put three or four people on one end of a pole and Mr. Robert would get on the other end and they would move it that way because he could lift so much. Yeah. You know, and I know that, you know, in a time when the average man was five foot four, someone that was a foot taller would be called a giant. Oh, yeah. 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 That's uh, that that's very true. You know, it's it's just like in the uh, the average hat of the Canaanites or the people who lived in the Levant or I guess modern day Israel. I think the average hat was around Mm -hmm. five foot eight. So, you know, if you've got. You get somebody six 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 eight. You know they're 
that, that's a really big person compared to everyone else. Yeah. Right. I mean, so if I'm sitting next to somebody at 6'8", I can't get freaked out. I'm like, yeah. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. Somebody's got to be hitting 6'8", 6'10", before I notice it because I grew up with tall people. Right. You know, my dad was the shortest brother and he was six foot. My brothers are six, five and a half, six, six and a half. You know, my niece is six one. You know, I yeah. mean, so you all are gonna I, be surprised I, when we finally meet up because Tolly's been saying we're the same height, but he's actually like five five. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, actually, I, Cecil <laughs> Tully has been kidnapped and someone is using his phone. I think he's um I think he's just chilling in an old folks home down in Clearwater right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He sent me a link from Facebook last night, so uh -huh. I know right. that it's not I'm verifying. He's been yes. kidnapped. Wow. Yes. Because I told him pictures or I'm not believing it, and he never sent a picture. So <laughs> he's being held captive somewhere and someone has his phone. I'm sure he's uh, drank an ocean of aqua vente. Cecil, you talked about uh, how they called you a fat giant. It's a, yeah. it's kind of funny. I've got a cousin. She had a her youngest daughter whenever she was little. She was old enough to talk, but she was just real little. And I remember she she saw me walk in the house one day, and she she when she looked up at me, she just got scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get. I'm starting to think that kids are starting to think I'm like a Santa Claus type person now because they get they get excited when they see me in Walmart now. Really? Because well, you're you're just you have such good energy, and you've got yeah. that twinkle in your eyes that is just absolutely phenomenal. Well, I like to scare them, so I pull up my shirt and show the handle on my pit on my nine millimeter. So. <laughs> That wasn't where I thought we were going. I thought we were going to have an intervention here. <laughs> yeah, they have laws against what where she thought that was going. Can we edit that out here? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, but as far as some of the actual height of what some of those giants may have been, I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to tell it exactly because a cubit. Could have been anywhere from 18 inches up to 24. Mm. Right. So I have a project that we should do. We should tackle. Mm -hmm. Is we should look at all these different types of cryptid phenomenon. And mm -hmm. then cross-reference it with folklore. And see right. what we can come up with. And how many various names these beings have. And see if we can get... This is a this is like a long term project, kids. Um, <laughs> but if we could get like if we could get to the root of stuff, that would be that would be a book I would buy. Yeah, it's hard to get to huh. the root of some of this stuff. Like I mean, the history before it's just not there. A lot of times it's um, and there's one thing that we are, we've been researching that we can't get to the root of, and it was formed probably this millenn like in the last hundred years. Um. And we can't trace it back to its origins right now, but we're we'll get there. <laughs> we okay. Can. Mike Lewis, I want to say I used to tell people the best time to go to Walmart is in the middle of the night because nobody's there but the weirdos and the workers. And then I realized that I was one of the weirdos there yeah. in the morning. That's me. I would never um when I when I actually shopped at Walmart, 
um, I would actually go after 11. Yeah, I, w- I would never go before midnight for the longest time, but our Walmart now closes at 11. Yeah. Ours does too. Yeah. Damn, 2020 just ruined everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's essentially over now. Let's go back to 24-7 Walmart, people. Let's <laughs> with, your, with your one lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, standing stones. Standing stones. Okay, when stones form naturally, they always have a magnetic signature that will always point in the same direction, similar to a compass. So, do you think that that's some of the vibration and stuff that people feel when they go in amongst these stones? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think we should consider the ley lines. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be a map I'd like to see is mm-hmm. a plot of the um, standing stones and the ley lines. Right. Um, like how that intersects. You know, yeah. one of our first uh, episodes was ley lines. And mm-hmm. we do know that Stonehenge lines up with the ones that are in Libya or where was it? Belbeck. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. And, yeah. it all, and, and it also lines up with America Stonehenge in New Hampshire, too. Uh huh. I'm very envious of your memory, Stephen. <laughs> it's the lack of all the drugs over the years <laughs> i'm sorry just saying i, have to, I, call, I don't even call, like i have to call my wife baby because i forget her name sometimes <laughs> look my father could not remember <laughs> names at all so he referred to men as jack or slick and he called women pretty lady and I cannot tell you how many girls came to me over the years. Do you know what your dad calls me? Pretty lady. And I'm thinking, honey, he just doesn't know your damn name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. um, for years, that's going to be me. Hey, darling. Uh-huh, there you go. I'm like, yeah. in this day and age, somebody would probably get in for sexual harassment. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. just the craziness being yeah. what it is. But yeah, yeah it's, so. <laughs> uh, I knew a guy who, who who ran a tire shop and everybody that came in was cuz. Man, uh-huh. men, women, didn't matter who. Yep. Everybody was cuz. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Those people. I mean, and the thing about it was because I mean he would go see his youngest sister and her name's Dorothy, but we call her Dot. For a week and a half, he would refer to me as Dot. <laughs> the whole time he was with her, he would refer to her. By my names. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, he's a, he was a huge Conway Twitty fan and could not sing the right words to the man's songs. And that's what we woke up to on Sunday mornings. Really? So, yes. Conway yes. <laughs> I, I love those commercials whenever it would have people get the words wrong in the song, you know. Oh, that was him. Because I made the comment one day that when my kids were little, he'd sing to them. And I'm like, the man couldn't carry a tune in a bucket and could not remember a word, but y'all loved it. My daughter's like, Mom, he's right there. And he goes, She's right. I mean, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. That's probably why I did not know what a lot of songs meant until I was an adult. Oh, yeah. Because I remember listening to uh, He Stopped Loving Her Today by uh george jones and i was in my 30s and i'm like oh my god he died my dad's like you didn't know that and i'm like 
no because <laughs> you've been singing it wrong all these years <laughs> See, I, I mean and conway how he got away with some of the some of the perversion in those songs oh yeah <laughs> absolutely but i'm going to tell you growing up in our house you were either a fan or you hated him me and my youngest <laughs> brother both love him and my middle brother hates him so he hates Conway Twitty. What used to be funny with uh, when my daughters were younger and they would we would all travel somewhere together, we would all either be humming or singing all three of us a different song and it would drive my wife crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that because my husband will have the TV going and be listening to TikTok videos. And I'm like, <laughs> one of them's got to go. No. You you decide, but no. something's got to give. No, we're multitasking. <laughs> oh, my God. How the hell you function. Just, yeah, it makes my teeth grind. <laughs> I don't know. My life seems to be a multifunction at this point, though. Well, see, I, can, I read and listen to music and can have you know and be fine but it's it's the i'm not a big tiktok fan anyway yeah. it aggravates me so yeah yeah I, I, uh -uh. It's, it's like repetitive noises like if you're sitting beside me clicking a pen i'm gonna tell you to stop and if you don't i'm gonna take it end of story <laughs> you watch and see. <laughs> see Somebody see, yelled at me the other day at work because I I, I, I fidget like I'm uh -huh. when I'm sitting here I'm usually flick, flicking a lighter. You guys already know it like constantly. Um, but at work I was sitting there talking to somebody clicking away that you know I was doing it and it's like why are you doing that I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and the thing about it though is. I fidget a lot. I mean, I'll sit there and I'm I'm bouncing my feet or I'm 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 tapping my fingers one to the other. I just don't make noise. It's the noise that bothers me. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I, I was not as bad about it. And we had a girl that worked for us that had a nervous kick, and she would sit right at your ear, just click 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 click. And I'm like, Susie, stop. And she's like, What? I'm like. Stop. Yeah. You know, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I just reached over and took her pen and sat it down. I said, Don't touch it. You know, because with me it is. It's it's the sound, the noise. I used that, to I used to know. walk around with like five dollars and quarters and while uh -huh. I sit there and talk to people, I'd just um like clink. Uh -huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should no. uh, you should you should get silver coins uh -huh. and do that. They have a completely different sound. They um, sound so pretty. They remind yes. me of the good wind chimes. Yes. <laughs> I got a new business venture. We should make the uh, soundless clickable pen. There you go. I could get behind that. <laughs> okay. I found something I want to read. Okay. According to authors and researchers, Jim Vieira and Hugh Newman. Yes. Over a 200 year period, more than 1,000 accounts of seven foot and taller skeletons have been reported unearthed from ancient burial sites in North America. Mm -hmm. Newspaper accounts, towns, co county histories, letters, scientific journals, diaries, photos, and Smithsonian ethnology reports have carefully documented this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Yes. These skeletons have been reported from coast to coast in burial chambers, stone crypts, caves, ancient battlefields, and massive mounds. Strange anatomic anomalies such as double rows of teeth, jawbones so large as to fit over the face of the finder, and elongated skulls were documented in virtually every state. Smithsonian mm-hmm. scientists identified at least 17 skeletons that stood at over 7 feet tall in their annual reports, including one example that was 8 feet tall and a skull with a 36-inch circumference. Wow. The mm. average human skull is 20 inches. Um, and the Smithsonian Institution is mentioned dozens more times as the recipient of enormous skeletons from across the United States. Mm. And We've yet, talked if you go to about Smithsonian, that. they're not there. Yeah, and this is from 1952 um, Fate magazine. They published this statement. The Iroquois Osage, the Tuscaroras, the Hurons, the Omahas, and many other North American Indians all speak of giant men who once lived and roamed in the territories of their forefathers. All of this is now the U.S. and their traditions of these great giants. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln also mentioned giants in his speech that he gave near Niagara Falls. And well, listen want- to this. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I just want to throw this out there. Like, you know, there's never been a full dinosaur skeleton found, and there is a thought that the bones they find are actually ancient human bones. So, I mean, if we go by that and you find a thigh bone that's like four feet long or five feet long, that person would have been massive. Mm-hmm. And there have been graves found, burial mounds, like you were mentioning, where people where people are like 30 feet tall. You know, and they just, it's one of those things, they just cover everything up the best they can. Right. Because like we said earlier, dinosaur wasn't a word till 1860. So there was probably mm-hmm. some, and that's around the time that the mud flood happened. So there's probably some kind of conjoined effort to discredit, you know, that as well, like the pre, like before this last reset. Well, listen, listen to this. In 1519, Spanish explorer Alonso Alvarez de Pineda was mapping the Gulf Coast, came upon what he called a mixed race of giants and pygmies Mm -hmm. that had settled in large towns near the Mississippi River. A race of Mm -hmm. giant from 10 to 11 palms in height and a race of pygmies only five or six palms high. Yep. Yeah. That's... um... Did uh, DeSoto, did he also run, run across some giants? Yeah. Uh, Apparently oh, everybody yeah. did. Yeah, everybody that came here, there, there were still there were still giants living among some of the some of the native people here in America, especially around Florida and in the southeast. Well, I mean, when they speak about the native people, they you know they leave it to you know the Native Americans. Right. But the truth probably is that there was multiple different kinds of races, multiple different creeds that lived here. Like the Moors were settled in Florida at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you know, um, I actually just left this lady's office. Uh, The the people who do Metaphysical Mississippi that we're partners with, the two sisters who run that, their, their family land in Louisiana, it's across the river from Natchez. 
they found the burial site of some of the um, giants there. Really? Mm-hmm. And now if you Google it, they're, they're going to basically say it's false. Like, right. You know, because, you know, now with AI and everything, any pictures you see similar to the one we talked about earlier, you can like be like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But before this AI came around, like, 20, 30 years ago, you would see pictures of people standing next to 12, 13 foot bodies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, there was Photoshop around, of course, but it wasn't that great right. at that particular time. So, and those look just like these AI pictures now. So, moving forward, anybody that's going to research anything like that, you know, it can be discredited. But similar to uh, what's it called? That face thing. Like, oh, face swap face swap or whatever it was where you can like basically turn anybody into somebody else so that if any kind of videos emerge and it's a true video they can be like oh that's just this you know yeah it's um it's a it's an effort to change history and we went through it before think about the orphan trains you know like yeah when they were taking children and spreading them out across the world and just giving them random people from one particular clan essentially and you know, it only takes one generation if that generation didn't know anything before to change history. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and yeah. that's what's happening now, I believe. Well, you right. know, there was, because uh, we've also covered giants before, mm-hmm. and there was one found in Northumberland, uh, England, <laughs> that was, had what, like a, I think a six foot thigh bone. Mm-hmm. or something like that and they said that they averaged it at 21 feet yeah you know yeah. and that was before AI. so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know but i think it was also a, a giant found in ireland that was actually petrified or mummified or something Ooh. yeah true. and and there were people who would view him and they would they would faint mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. i'll tell you the reason why later <laughs> well, I can't oh, wait I, to hear this. Uh-huh. I know why. <laughs> I can tell you where my brain's going. So yeah, my brain's going nowhere good. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That, that's that's probably the correct direction to go. <laughs> you didn't have the Rasputin syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but with but with that, you know, the the Bible talks about the uh, the the Nephilim being on the earth and how they were men of renown, which means that they were famous. People talked about them; uh, they were well known all over the world at that time. So, in some of these legends, you know, it's a if if, if you believe the the flood story, uh, you know, obviously somebody passed that information along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a, a lot of what we have, you know, with the Greek mythology, the different gods and things like that. You know, I, I tend to I tend to think that's where the origin was. And with the different different gods that were worshipped by the Greeks, they were also worshipped by the Romans and the Babylonians. They just had different names. Yeah. The names changed, you know, with each in the languages of the Greek and the Roman. And, that's always been something that I just kind of wonder about. Mm-hmm. Is it, are they the same people or are they different people with the same characteristics? Yeah, it's a. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to say. Yeah, to, to me, 
to me with a with a lot of it it's uh, I, I tend to think that the tribe of dan actually did a lot of the spreading of a lot of this information to me uh you know it's a uh, According to who you want to believe or who you want to listen to, you know, it was thought that some of those from the tribe of Dan were actually some of the Trojans, you know, who brought in the horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why they say never trust a trust a Dardanelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to races of humans, I know right now it's what Neanderthals and Homo sapiens, but Denisovians. Yeah. What about the hobbits? Yeah, well, habits. Yeah. yeah. What about that? You know that they found in Scotland. You know, where I mean, they had to be little people to live in that underground uh, dwelling. Yeah. Well, and wherever they found, I mean, I'm calling them the hobbits. They 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 basically were hobbits. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an island that had no like there. No it never had. Yeah, it never had a like land bridge to it. Yeah. It was something mm-hmm. that. You know, if you went there, you would have had to go on a boat, and they yeah. just couldn't prove out how they got there. That sounds similar to what the the Minahuni were uh, reported to be in on the island on well, in Hawaii. Yeah, I wondered about the Minahuni with their little pig noses. Yeah, and the lack. The, I mean, because they love to roast pig in Hawaii. <laughs> Do you think like the goldfish theory plays into that? Because like the reason they said those people on that island were so small was because it was such a small land and they had to like essentially evolve to live on that land and have enough resources. And kind of like yeah. a goldfish, if you put it in a bowl, it won't get so big, but if you put it in a pond, it'll grow huge, you know. Like oh. and- my fish guy said that that is not a true statement. A really? fish is going to get as big or as small as it's going to, except for in strange instances, it has nothing to do with the size of body of water they're in. I have trouble believing that because a little goldfish in a bowl and you put it in a pond, it gets big. If you've got a koi, um, like koi or cod, right? Yeah. Like koi yeah. fish, they're, they're cod. And they only get so, I mean, you're, they do only get so big in um, captivity, but if you put them like in a larger thing, they do get bigger. Yeah. Because just Google that. Because I've watched video, I used to have a big fish. So, yeah. Big old fish. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, and you know, they found, they've recently, they've been finding skulls of like, way different kinds of humanoids like they found some with spikes in their head and stuff like that i don't know it's just wild like i don't know it's some telling what our history actually contains and how it relates to these standing stones and structures of this kind you know but okay so we know that technology is usually like what 10 to 15 years ahead of what we're actually seeing if not so do you ever wonder, like, with, with, can we talk about AI? But I mean, I wonder how much of the stuff that, like, weird stuff like that is AI generated and it's just now we know what AI is. I mean, yeah, it could be. I, I will say this about AI. They're going to mess around with that until something really terrible happens. I mean, they need, they need to refer back to Terminator because. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, it's not been saying some good stuff recently. <laughs> so. well, I'm not even talking about what it's saying, but I mean, think about how, you know, 
we even like with Bigfoot, let's just say, you know, we people will talk about okay, so the the Patterson Gimlin film, it's you know, is it a fake or a phony? And people have researched it and blah 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 blah. But now, if you have AI and AI creates something like that, who's going to disprove it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's i mean that's that's where my concern comes in with ai is we're never going to know what's real and what isn't anymore yeah exactly yeah. i agree and it's uh well i mean it's it's very concerning because you know we used to have checks and balances and now we're just seeing that there there no longer are the checks and balances no it, it's legal well, to use say- all this propaganda yeah. You have to have people that uh, have ethics, <laughs> and, and you're you're going to be lucky if you get a fifty fifty, you know, ratio there. Yeah. You know, because like I said, if I do something with AI, I I'm very 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 upfront with the fact that I created this using AI. Yeah. Because, but, but we come from a time when people still had morals and ethics, and I don't know that that's the case now. I right. mean. And this is just in my, my business world. Um, mm-hmm. I've had people steal my ideas, ideas that I discussed with them. And because I did not act on it fast enough, mm-hmm. they think it's theirs. Well, yeah. you weren't yeah. doing anything. Well, maybe I wasn't doing anything with it yet. But, right. you know, so, and to me, that wouldn't have happened in my parents' generation because people still, well, maybe it would happen, not as often as it well, would today. Here's the thing, too, though, and and I don't disagree with you, but the other part of that is it's not just the newer generation that has the no ethics and that, you know, uses the propaganda and everything. It's every generation. It's just we were I'm going to have to agree, but I think, I mean, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's because we weren't as connected, you know, right? it just seems like people used to have i mean like you could do a deal with a handshake right um, i mean there's still people out there you can do that with like um i consider myself a very honest person like i would i would honor a handshake agreement you know mm-hmm. yeah. but right if i thought i was gonna make millions of dollars i might not <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So, you know, there's always that there, because greed always kind of plays a well, greed right. mostly plays into everything like that. Well, like, be you know, I, I remember somebody coming to work one day and she had been listening to the news on the way in and she was so upset over what she was had heard. And she goes, oh, my God, things like this didn't happen when we were younger. I'm like, yes, they did. Oh, we yeah. just didn't know it. Unless something yeah. was a huge thing. I didn't know what went on in California Monday no. through Friday. You know, it had to be impacting the world for us to hear about it when we were young. You know, so. That, back then you had journalistic integrity where people actually went out and verified sources and double checked and made sure before they went to press. You know, and I totally agree with that. There are countries in Europe that you cannot post something as news unless it's been verified. I think that should be an international thing. You know, I think if you can't, you know, verify it, then it shouldn't be called news. Call it entertainment if you want to. But, you know, to me, news should be 
as unbiased and as truthful as possible. And you know, I think it's a, I think it's an issue that people don't have guilt anymore. I was joking. Like if I stole an idea and made millions of dollars, I'd end up having to cut somebody in on it that came up with it because I just mm-hmm. feel guilty about it. Right. Right. Like, That's because you have a conscience. I don't know if I do. I think it's just That's a, called a conscience. <laughs> <laughs> I've got several consciences. Apparently, I've always got three or four people talking to me. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It that, happens that's, because, that's, that's the what is it? Um, force. That's the force within you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say the multiple personalities. My bad. <laughs> no, I think in order for it to be multiple per- personalities, they got come out. These are just up here floating around. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But yeah, like I said, and, and I, I, that's uh, Mo and I've talked about this before. The biggest thing I see now is there is no consequence if you do things like that. Right. And because of that, then people just, you know, well, I don't have to worry about it. what are they going to do? You know, you know. I agree with that because back in the day, if you were if you were uh, went against a handshake deal, you were packed a wholesale ass whooping. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely! And, and everybody I, you know would have said you asked for that. <laughs> you yeah. know. And now you're worried about being incarcerated for whipping somebody's ass. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can lie to you and steal from you and everything else, and not barely get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. But if I beat your ass for doing those things to me, I go to jail for assault. That's probably yeah. what it is. Damn. Mm-hmm. There's no that? consequence anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, people don't care because they don't have to worry about it. No. No, they don't. You know. Yeah. And I hate that because I miss I miss things like, okay, probably shouldn't even say, I miss us on 9-12 of 2001. We were the most united country you know for the most part yeah you know you know we all had one goal in mind taking care of us you know as a nation but some that's what happens a, when you have a common enemy some mm-hmm. people took the year and a little far <laughs> i agree i agree there's always those few you know but that was why hitler was so successful with his um persecution of the jewish faith or the jewish Mm -hmm. people was because at that time germany was so downtrodden after everything that happened with world war one that you know they needed a scapegoat they needed someone to blame everything on and here he was going oh look but um that's the thing is i mean you can unite people against a common evil Mm -hmm. i should say or do you know uh, mo's grandparents actually migrated here from Germany. Yeah. And his mother gave us a box of stuff that, you know, she'd had all of her life and stuff. And in this, in German, are these two books. And the only part of these two books I could read were Adolf Hitler because it's all in German. And you right. open it up and it's got these pictures that are like hand pasted in of Hitler and the Third Reich and all of this stuff. Well, my sister-in-law at the time worked with someone who was actually born and raised in Germany. When the wall went up, she and her husband were on one side and her family was on the other side. They didn't see each other for 30 years. But 
we asked her if she would mind looking at it just to tell us what it was because i'm like i've got these two hitler books and i don't know if i should keep them or burn them you know or what (laughs) yeah there you go and uh so she took them and read them and everything she goes what they were called were cigarette books she said you'd get the book and she said textbooks were the same way not everybody could afford pictures so a lot of people had textbooks without pictures in them and you could buy the pictures separately. Well, what these cigarette books were, you got the book free, and every time you bought a pack of cigarettes, you got so many pictures that you could paste in. And she said it was the whole book was about when Hitler was first coming into power, when he was the savior of the people, and everybody thought he was gonna, you know, come in and make them, you know, a wonderful country and take care of them. And then by the time everybody fell for it, it was too late. I got a comment before I forget. Okay. So these cigarette books were like Sears and Roebuck. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I I was going to say they were dead wrong on that. Uh, But, you know, I like the idea of a cigarette book. I wish they'd bring that back. I'd love to get a little picture every time I bought a pack of cigarettes. I would like to (laughs) go back to S&H green stamps. You know, save stamps every time you buy groceries and just order stuff. But, you know, knowing my luck, it would be things like, you know, wish.com. <laughs> <laughs> I got a funny All story right. about that. My mother okay. bought a sofa that looked nice online. And when she got when she got it, it a little bit bigger than this chair I'm sitting in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no. A friend of mine sent me a picture that somebody had ordered um, sex toys from wish.com. That. That's it was a... It was a combination set. It was Barbie doll sized. You've got to. <laughs> there's a few things you have to spend money on, and that's toilet paper, cheese, yeah. and sex toys. Yes, agreed. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some things I just don't want to get from China. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, guys, we are like totally way over our time, oh. but I've enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> We are so sorry for the technical difficulties from earlier this evening. We will try to make sure that doesn't happen again in the future, but I'm blaming StreamYard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Next week, we actually have a guest with us, and we are talking about hauntings. Hauntings. And she actually lives in a haunted house. So that ought to be really interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, so. my apologies for rolling in hot, but I had to. <laughs> hey, I had to make it. It worked out good. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here. And until next time, stay weird. Bye, Tartan- guys. Tartan- 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 Tartan-